I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. WRKS Pickens Jackson. Are you ready? Now live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. Listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds Radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9, The Zone, live in the Bank Plus studio, streaming worldwide on the Out of Bounds Radio app. Blake Scott filling in for the incomparable one. As we talk a little SEC baseball, a little SEC softball, football, all the things in between. May even jump into the NFL. Who knows where this crazy train is rolling. But I'm excited to have you along for the ride. We're going to have a little fun. Steve Robertson coming up at 8.15 on the Corona Premier guest line. Steve Robertson, jeanspage.com, 247 Sports. Going to recap the weekend and look ahead to a few things going on in Starkville. Excited to talk to Steve. He's always an informative interview. Has something interesting to say. So we'll talk to him coming up at 8.15. This is the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. And it's brought to you, of course, by the great folks at MS Smart Homes. That's right, Mississippi Smart Homes. MSSmarthomes.com. Check them out, MSSmarthomes.com. They will take care of you. Jake Manning and the crew. Can take care of you in your home automation needs, whether that's uh, security systems, whether it's like the the Nest home thermometer, home maintenance system, the Google Hub, automated lighting, or you want to go with that brand new sound system, that new state-of-the-art entertainment system, whatever it might be, you want to get dad hooked up for Father's Day, get him a new home theater system. Check them out, MSSmarthomes.com, MSSmarthomes.com. Jake Manning and the crew, great local Mississippi family. And the best part about what Mississippi Smart Homes accomplishes is that when they install whatever it is that they install at your house and they get you set up to live life a little more comfortably, 
They make sure you know how to do that. That's right. They don't leave until the job is done, and that job includes teaching you the ins and outs of whatever fine service you acquire from MS Smart Homes. MSSmartHomes.com, Mississippi Smart Homes. Jake Manning and the crew can make your life a little more comfortable. Check them out, MSSmartHomes.com. This is the Out of Bounds Show. Blake Scott filling in for Bow Bounds. We were talking epic collapses before that interview from Brian Peroni and that interview on the Corona Premier Guest Line. You know, shared a lot of insight on how Texas A&M views Jimbo Fisher. His first few years in Aggieland. It's been up and down. I know the COVID year, you heard Brian mention. They obviously uh, did not play Ole Miss. They went nine and one. Uh, they finished fourth in the country. But like, what does that mean? It you know, a weird year. They didn't play Ole Miss. They didn't play in their bowl game. Uh, it just uh, you know, it just there was a lot going on for Texas A and M and the rest of the country, and it just wasn't you know, it didn't feel like a real year in a lot of ways. Fast forward. The next season, Jimbo Fisher and A&M, they lose to Arkansas and Mississippi State back-to-back right before they beat Alabama. But then they go on to lose to Ole Miss and finally LSU on the way out as Ed Orgeron finished his tenure on the Bayou with a win over Texas A&M in walk-off fashion. I, I, I just look at what Jimbo's done in College Station and you got to wonder, look, I get it. You're going to bark back at Nick Saban for what he said about your program, and rightfully so in some aspects. But you got to wonder. You got to wonder what Jimbo Fisher and the Aggies, what pressure they're under to perform this season. And how hyped that game in October will be when Jimbo and the Aggies have to go to Tuscaloosa and play Nick on his home soil we'll see if it even matters for texas a&m's chances at the sec west crown which they just won in baseball by the way first time sec west champions texas a&m with their two wins over ole miss this past weekend this is the out of bounds show espn 105.9 the zone let's jump into that college baseball action mississippi state nine and 21 in conference play on the season they finish under 500 overall for the year. It's just about as poor a season as Mississippi State baseball has had in a long time. And you got to ask questions about the coaching staff. You have to ask questions about the talent on the field, in the bullpen. There needs to be some serious upgrading in the roster. And you're going to have to refind the edge that John Cohen originally set in the program, but then that Jake Mangum heightened and Tanner Allen took to even another level. When you have edge like those guys have, when you approach the day the way that Jake Mangum and Tanner Allen approached every day in the maroon and white, two things happen. A, they'll lead your team to great places. But B, it can create a void because there can only be so many of that type of personality in one locker room. It's just the way it works. It's the laws of the jungle, right? And we see that in nature all the time. 
there can there can really only be one alpha and and you can have a couple younger up and coming alphas underneath the kind of senior alpha but you but you're not going to have a team of 10 alphas it's just not the way it works and so Mississippi State has to fill the void that was left when Tanner Allen finally left the program that's that's what you'll have to figure out because you didn't have that on the team this year. Maybe Landon Sims could have been that for you if he was starting every Friday night. But even then, that's not an everyday player. And you can have an amazing ace. And of course, every one of the SEC programs needs one if you're going to do what Mississippi State and Ole Miss and Tennessee and Arkansas and Vanderbilt and A&M want, you know, these teams, that's what they want to do. They want to be in Omaha at the end of the year. You need, you need a terrific ace typically to do that. But you've got to have a leader in the lineup because you've got to have somebody who plays every day. And that's what Mississippi State was missing. Can Chris Lamonis and company find that in the offseason, whether it's through the transfer portal, whether it's a young gun stepping up now as a sophomore potentially, whether it's a freshman coming in, can you, can you find somebody who has that steal running through their veins that propels the program forward because they just refuse to fail. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Blake Scott filling in for Bo Bounds. Hour number two, we got Steve Robertson coming up in just about seven minutes. Steve Robertson, jeanspage.com on the Corona Premier guest line. Going to talk a little Hale State Athletics. Speaking of, Mississippi State softball defeats Florida State in Tallahassee, they win two games on Sunday to come out of the loser's bracket and defeat the Seminoles. It's almost identical to what occurred in 2018 when the Mississippi State baseball team went down to Florida State and upset not only Florida State but Oklahoma en route to winning the regional out of the loser's bracket. And so... Mississippi State softball will have a Super Regional. We'll keep you tied into that as uh, they'll host a Super Regional, I believe, for the first time ever. We'll see what Steve has to say about that. But it brought up a great discussion. Epic collapses. Epic collapses in sports. State's had some. Ole Miss has had some. It's part of the game. You'll have epic comebacks, but that means somebody has to have an epic collapse. We'll get Steve's thoughts on that as well. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by Live Oaks Golf Course and Roosevelt's at Live Oaks. Roosevelt's not open on Mondays, but the course is turning and burning. You'll have to watch the weather this week. I know it's going to be a wet one this week, but when you can, you got to get out to Live Oaks. Get a few swings in. Maybe you can get to the PGA Championship and fall apart on the 18th hole. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Steve Robertson, jeanspage.com. Coming up next. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. 
Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Is the SEC Insider Hit. Presented by your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. Go local. Go with a home team. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone live in the Bank Plus studio. Farm Bureau insurance, SEC Insider Hit. Where we head to the Corona Premier Guest Line. And we bring in jeanspage.com, 247 Sports, Mississippi State Insider, Steve Robertson. You can follow him, of course, on Twitter, at ScoutSteveR, for all the latest Mississippi State athletics updates. And we're going to talk a little Diamond Dogs. We'll uh, we'll hit baseball, but first I want to start with uh, a little bit of positive before we go to the doom and gloom. Uh, Steve, Mississippi State goes to Tallahassee and wins a super re- or excuse me, wins a regional. We've heard that before, but it's a different sport. Uh, what can you tell us about what Mississippi State softball accomplished in Tallahassee and what it means for this uh, Bulldogs softball program? Well, Mississippi State had never won an NCAA regional in softball in its history. And I, I know the tournament is still relatively new uh, compared to what we see in baseball. But, uh, you know, State's been to some regionals and, and State's had an opportunity. But, you know, up until yesterday, State had never even played in a winner-take-all regional final state always seemed to find a way to lose that first or second game and have to work out of the losers bracket and uh this time state does it and, and wins four consecutive elimination games including two uh, against the host team that was the number two seed in the tournament and um you know sander cock had been 30 and one this year well now she's 30 and three and two of those else came yesterday to mississippi state so a huge huge development and uh I give Coach Ricketts and, and Tyler Bratton a lot of credit. You know, of course, Coach Bratton's been here for a while. You know, he played Mississippi State. He was director of baseball ops for a while and moved over to softball. And about two years ago, I guess maybe three years ago, he said, you know, we've hit a different level in recruiting, and it's going to be really special to see what these young ladies do before they're done. Well, you know, now they're juniors and seniors. And I remember when uh, when, when Van Studeman and uh, Mississippi State parted ways and they elected to promote from within – with Sam Ricketts. And I remember talking to Coach uh, Cohen even back then. You know, a lot of people said, oh, we're taking the easy way out. We're doing the Mississippi State thing by promoting from within. But, you know, the talk among softball insiders back then is that, you know, hey, John, you guys have a Power 5 head coach on your staff right now there in Samantha Ricketts. And, you know, I think some people were maybe critical of the hire, not not necessarily because of uh, that it was Coach Ricketts, but because of the fact you're promoting from within a program that had been very mediocre. And then yet now here we are hosting a super regional for the first time. And then you've got, you know, an, an unseated team, you know, that's coming into Starkville, uh, a team that Mississippi state should be able to, to defeat and possibly get to Oklahoma city this year. How about that? Jeanspage.com. Steve Robertson on the Corona premier guest line. So they accomplished something that's never been accomplished. It's a lone bright spot. It feels like in a 2022, um, calendar athletic year that has just been kind of abysmal for Mississippi State it feels like in a lot of ways so let me ask you this question then Steve what 
Florida State's got to have nightmares, right, about maroon and white. I mean, what are the chances that you have that type of thing play out? You've got, you go back all the way to Burke Masters and what happened with Florida State. You go to Elijah McNamee, what happened with Florida State in Tallahassee, and now this one in Tallahassee again. And to lose two, I mentioned this earlier, we, we were talking and listeners were weighing in on epic sports collapses, right? I mean, it's interesting that on Sunday, Mito Pereira at the PGA Championship had a multi-stroke lead on the back nine and watched it fall apart till he double bogeyed 18 and lost the tournament. Florida State loses two games at home as the number two national seed in one day. I mean, I know Mississippi State did a lot to win, but what a collapse by Florida State. Yeah, and let's not forget the uh, the 2007 Diamond Dogs with Justin Pigott and those guys that went into Florida State and beat them for the regional too. You know, I, I think in baseball, I think State has been to Tallahassee three times uh, one time back in the early 90s, and then, you know, once 20, 2007, 2018, and State's 2-1 and one in baseball regionals and now 1-0 and oh in softball regionals. So you got to think that you know, there's probably some people there in Tallahassee that think whenever Everett Kennard pulls up in that Bulldog bus, they want to have him arrested, you know, before the uh, before the Bulldog bus even pulls on campus up there. But it, it, it's incredible to think about that aspect of it, about you know, two teams that are uh, play each other somewhat frequently, I guess you'd say, in the postseason. But yeah, Florida State, the number two national seed, and you begin to think about the gravity of that in and of itself, to go in there and beat them in their own backyard, not on a neutral field, but their own backyard, and, and you've got you know the winningest pitcher in your history on the mound, and she not only loses one, but both games, one is a starter and one is a reliever, and you begin to kind of think, you know, this is just one of those, you know, it, since you have to play exceptionally well to pull off upsets like this, but you've got to have some, some help from them, and I think they got some. Yeah, Steve Robertson, jeanspage.com, 247 Sports Boneyard Podcast on the Corona Premier Guest Line. You can follow him on Twitter, at Scout Steve R. Uh, let's, uh, let me ask this question before we move to baseball real quick. Uh, in the gravity in terms of like program wins, big wins, things like this, obviously it's the biggest one in softball, but in Mississippi State sports, I, you know, we all understand that money is made in football and it trickles down after that, right? And that we know baseball is bigger than basketball and, and things like that. But where does this fit in for a Mississippi State you know, school and fan base that maybe is a little devoid of success at the moment? Well, um, I would say it's probably top ten. I mean, you know, you look at the UConn win in women's basketball. I mean, that, that's not just one of the biggest wins in school history. That's one of the biggest wins in the history of women's college basketball, you know, and so – that's one, of course, you know, beating Vanderbilt last year, and you can go back to beating Auburn in football to go to number one and beating Alabama back in 1980. And I don't know where it comes down, like, on the list, but I would say, you know, top ten, uh, certainly, and, and not just because, as you mentioned, I, I get there's a pecking order for sports, but to go into the number two seed, regardless of your sport, and to be able to beat them at their own venue twice and eliminate them from the NCAA tournament – and that's a team that's had national championships in recent years. I mean, it's didn't like the Mike Martin years in college baseball. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, no disrespect to coach. But, you know, there were so many years that Florida State was ranked really high based on reputation. I mean, this is a Florida State team that has won it all. Uh, and so to be able to go do that, I think it is a very significant win in Mississippi State athletics history. And, and uh, you know, you mentioned certainly softball. But I think when you look in the grand scheme, it's probably one of the top ten uh, victories in Mississippi State athletics history. There you go. Steve Robertson with the uh, penultimate uh, deciding factor on Mississippi State athletics lets you know that uh, this is a big deal. So 
We'll have uh, super regional information. I think that comes out today, right, Steve? And then we'll learn a little bit more about where, uh, or not where, but what will happen in the times and dates and all that uh, with softball. Real, real quick, I got a, I got a 90 seconds. The, the baseball program, seismic changes coming in the coming weeks, Steve? You're going to see some turnover on the roster for sure. And, uh, you know, and that's part of the recruiting class. That's going to be part of uh, the transfer portal. And you're going to have some guys from the active roster and probably some guys that maybe have a year left that'll go somewhere else. And, and of course, there'll be that self-loathing Mississippi State fans like, oh, my gosh, well, these are the same kids you want to leave. You know, it's like, you know, it's a, it's, you, you'll find, uh, you know, whatever fits your, your point of view. But, yeah, this is, they're going to turn it over quick. And that's one thing I have some honest over the weekend. You know, Chris, how do you fix it? You know, how do you fix it? Because we're going to we're going to rebuild this thing back really quick. And uh, and that, that does mean the portal. But it's not a wholesale thing where you go mortgage your entire future on the portal. State's got some really good kids from the high school ranks that are showing up. You know, Ross Highfield is a guy that, uh, you know, depends on who you talk to. A lot of people think that, you know, he's he's potential second, third round type draft pick, uh, you know, coming up in the, in the next draft. And, and I hear if that's the case, you know, if, he, if he doesn't go in the first round, he's coming to school. So, uh, we'll see how things develop, but I think again, State is recruited well. You got to have some guys develop. You need Kellen Clark to make a big jump next year, but you got to go out and get some guys. You got to go get more R.J. Yeagers and Scotty DeBrule type guys, and, and there'll be a handful. But the main thing is pitching. You know, State has got to go out and find some arms, and there are some young ones coming in. You know, Bradley Lofton's a guy that uh, some people say is the key to this recruiting class. He and Ross Highfield. So. Uh, you get those guys in. I, I, don't, I think this time next year, Mississippi State fans are getting ready to go play an NCAA regional for baseball. All right. Some softball. 20, 20 seconds, Steve. Uh, do you expect changes on the staff? I do not. Unless somebody gets a head coaching job somewhere. I, I don't expect it. You know, Scott Foxhall's been great the entire time he's been here. and He's had to kind of piece it together this year with, uh, you know, with some guys that perhaps weren't ready to go. Uh, no, I don't, I don't expect these staff changes unless there's a coach, unless uh, somebody gets a head coaching job. There you go. Steve Robertson, jeanspage.com, 247 Sports on the Corona Premier Guest Line. As always, thank you, Steve. See you, buddy. Love a good interview with Steve Robertson, jeanspage.com. You can check out the Boneyard podcast. He got all the inside scoop on Mississippi State Athletics. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, SEC Insider Hit. Coming up next. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. 
And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Good morning. Welcome in. Out of Bounds brought to you by Briarwood Wine and Spirits. You can find Long Branch Bourbon and Russell's Reserve and Wild Turkey 101 at Briarwood Wine and Spirits. 4949 Old Canton Road in Jackson, Mississippi. Show is also presented by Dallas Body Shop in Ridgeland for all your collision repair. Dallas Body Shop. And the show is brought to you by Went McGee, the Mortgage Man. MortgageManMS.com. He'll shop the best rates for you. Better go ahead and get qualified. You got about five seconds to make a decision on homes in the metro area. MortgageManMS.com. We are the Out of Bounds Show. Dave Bartu, uh, the college football maniac, joins us on the Corona Premier Guest Line. We had an unbelievable hour-long conversation last week with Dave Bartu, um, grading the 11 headsets. It got smashed on the podcast uh, Dave ranked the best and worst offensive and defensive coordinators. And then we went over the Ole Miss schedule. We're about to go over the Mississippi State schedule, which may lead us back into some 11 headsets discussion or some other things. But when people start referencing what we're talking about, the way that we frame it up, had a couple of guys reference the 11 headsets thing over the weekend. That means that we're we're hitting on something. So, uh, Bartu, good morning, Buttercup. Dude, this segment brought to you by the Hookers and Cocaine Collective. We have so much money, we tell you where to go to school. There you go. That just um, woke everybody up. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, it's it's good to hear people talking about eleven headsets, different concepts, right? Isn't that what one of the things I think we're here for is to at least myself is to try to right or wrong is bring a different angle. Bring a different uh, concept, outside-the-box thinking, look at football a little bit different. So uh, if, if your listeners are talking that way a little bit, uh, that makes me feel good, too. Uh, I agree, and I pick up on that stuff real quick and uh, had a couple of guys reference 11 headsets, so we'll get into that. But first, I want to walk through the – we did the Ole Miss schedule. Uh, I want to mm-hmm. do the Hale State schedule and just kind of get sure. your thoughts. I, 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 I guess I'll walk you through about three games at a time. Um I think they're, it's a tough start, to be honest. Um, Mike Leach and Mississippi State start with Memphis at home, at Arizona, and at LSU, Bartu. Yeah, well, I mean, the whole, I was looking at it this morning, because uh, when, when, when I got the note to, to see if I'd come on um, last minute, I'm like, well, let's pull up the schedule, and I mean, it should be a win, right? But is there a is there really a bigger game on the schedule than that first one, considering what happened last year? No, there's not. I mean, that that that, that first game's huge. It says to me, it's like that's a tone setter for the whole rest of the season. You lose that game at home, and I look in 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 the Pacific Northwest, people be like, oh, they played a football game on Saturday. Down there, everything's on fire. I, I'll see the smoke signals from my house. You lose that football game, <laughs> right? You know, you know, the whole scene's over. Everybody's screaming. Um, but Memphis has a new OC, new DC. 
uh, and, and that game's at home. So that should just be that should be a flat-out W, no question, right? Uh, at Arizona, worst coaching staff in the Pac-12, worst talent level in the Pac-12. Should be another W, right? Hey. Uh, and then you get LSU early. Now, if, if, if you're going to catch a talented team, because LSU is always going to be talented, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it, doesn't, it doesn't matter who's coaching it. I mean, this is a, this is a program that has the second most NFL starts the last decade. LSU is always going to be good, talent-wise. Um, but you're getting them early in the season, whole new coaching staff. I like the spot there. To me, that's a coin flip game. That's a 50-50 game. Uh, and, and we're going to bet the over on that football game blindly right now today. Whatever the line comes out, we're betting the over. Uh, strength for both teams unequivocally is offense. Uh, so so we're going to go over September 17th. But I think through three games, I'm, I'm at two and a half wins here. Okay. Because to me, the Memphis, Arizona, that's a WW. Got to win both those games. I mean, if the season's going to be worth a damn, that's a WW. Agree. Um, and then that, that third game, because of its location on the schedule, I'd much rather have that game now than, than you know, seven weeks down the road uh, when maybe they gel together a little bit better. Uh, I'm going to call that a coin flip game. Obviously, we'd love it more if it was in Starkville, but it ain't. So um, I, I'm still saying the coaching continuity of Mississippi State coming over from last year uh, and, and quarterback superiority should get that more of a 50-50 kind of ball game. Dave Bartu on the Corona Premier Guest Line. This is the Hale State football schedule preview. We've done this with Bartu the last few years. Wildly popular, both live and on our podcast. All right, Dave, I'm going to give you the next three. Bowling Green at home. Is that Bowling Green, Blake? I guess that is. BGSU? Bowling Green at home. And A&M at home. Yeah. Bowling Green, A&M, and Arkansas all at home. Bar two. Right. Yeah, you get you get three straight uh, at home here. Bowling Green, um, I could make a pretty good argument. I think that that's the, possibly the worst team in college football. Um, so so now we're at we're at what we're at three and a half wins, right? Through 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 four games. A uh, and M at home, facing a top ten recruiter, shouldn't win that football game. Uh, now here's here's the, the Arkansas game because I I see this schedule you got you got three games where recruiting is is fairly even you get uh, you only get really one of them at home so I think there's I think that's a disadvantage to the schedule this is one uh, this is another fifty fifty game uh, you're at home uh, Aline coaching Arkansas talent Mississippi State. Home field advantage, Mississippi State. Uh, I think Arkansas is probably going to be favored in this football game, so I'll take the points and Mississippi State at home. But um, this is the second 50-50 game on the schedule. Uh, and, and the third one is right behind it at Kentucky. Um, and with Kentucky, the one thing that I really question is how good is that quarterback? All right, because you got you got a good defensive coordinator. Uh, Brad Solid. Uh, you got a new offensive coordinator. I didn't believe in Cohen. I think it was the quarterback last year. I don't believe in Rich. Uh, and so, to me, if Kentucky is going to be a eight and four, nine and three team, like a lot of people are talking about, that's all on the quarterback. I'm drafting that guy. So, so I'm curious, I and mean, we'll we'll know what this team is by week seven when Mississippi State goes to Kentucky. Um, I'm I'm taking A and M as a as a loss there. 
uh, and then Arkansas is a half game. So through through six, uh, we're sitting at four and two. Okay, that's what that's what that's what that's what we're looking at right now. I'm I'm at four wins, two losses uh, when we're when we're looking at the coaching, the recruiting, and the and, and where these games are played. All right, and then and at Kentucky, you have it as a fifty fifty game, Arta. Yeah, so so the the next the the next group of three, right? I mean, we got we got at Kentucky, uh, then we're going to Alabama, zero, Loss. right? Why do we even talk about Alabama on the schedule at all? Like it even should possibly be a win for anybody, <laughs> you know? God help! I mean, it must be fun to be an Alabama fan sometimes. But the other part is, how do you keep picking crap apart? and convince yourself you might lose a game to get excited about it. That is so lame. Uh, you know, oh, that's going to be a close one, hosting Bowling Green this, this week. What? No, it's not. Uh, Mississippi State at Kentucky, though, there, there's another coin flip game. And, again, the schedule goes against State here. Um, it, you know, when I'm looking at these schedules, the one thing I try to pull out is the games that should be close. And a favorable schedule obviously has more of these games at home. Um, and Mississippi State, 50-50 game. What did we say? LSU, on the road. Arkansas, at home. Kentucky, on the road again. Um, I think we'd all be a lot more confident if LSU and Kentucky were, were coming to town. Um, and you'd rather visit Alabama and go visit A&M and just take the loss on the road. Uh, and then, that, you know, the, the third game, here, here's your – I don't even know if this is a 50-50 game. I think we should call it one um but we know auburn pretty much has out recruited state for its entirety of the last you know 10 years sure uh but that auburn staff is not good at all there's there's really nothing on that staff uh that is even remotely redeeming when you talk about sec money and the quality of the staff uh so uh, going against the talent you know, in, in previous years with stable Auburn, you're taking Auburn to win the football game going to to, to Starkville, in my opinion. Um, but now with this coaching staff, I, I'm not buying it. So we're at, we're at four, four and two through six. Kentucky, coin flip, now we're at four and a half, zero on Alabama. I'm just going to take the straight-up win against Auburn. Now we're at five and a half uh, through week or through 10 games uh, going into the Georgia. hosting of Georgia. Yeah, the, in what is that, November 12th mm-hmm. uh, at, at the end of the year. So, all right. So, Leach, I've said this, Kiffin's living right. He hasn't pulled Georgia yet and does not pull them mm-hmm. this year. This is the second time in three years Mike Leach gets to play uh, one of the top three recruiters in the country and the reigning national champs. Uh, so Georgia at home, you've got that as a loss. East Tennessee, a win, and then at Ole Miss, and that favors right. Who that may that favors Ole Miss? You know, I, I, heck, I remember the first time I came on your show uh, forever ago, and you know the recruiting has always been pretty close between the two, uh, with the edge to to Ole Miss. Um, but even back then, it was just take the home team, which largely has been pretty good, but. With this one, again, you got the home team, you got better recruiting, uh, you got home field, and in my opinion, you got a better overall coaching staff. So we were at five and a half through Auburn, Georgia's a loss, East Tennessee is six and a half, uh, and then you get your last coin flip game. 
You know, even though it's at Mississippi, I'm taking Mississippi. I still say it's a coin flip game just because, look, the talent's there. And, again, Mike Leach, I know he, the, the, the staff doesn't grade very high, but he's a bloody walking upset. The guy is he pulls games off like this, right? And, and so uh, we're at six and a half, and, and so I think that Egg Bowl is uh, we're talking seven. You know, that, that, that's the seventh win right there possibly. Mm. Okay, so let's go over it real quick. Day bar two on the Corona Premier Guest Line with the Hell State football schedule preview. Here's where he is. He's got Memphis win, Arizona win, LSU uh, 50-50 goes a half, Bowling Green win, A&M loss, Arkansas 50-50, that's a half, Kentucky half, Bama Mm -hmm. loss, Auburn. He's going all-out win there because Auburn's staff is terrible. And then Georgia loss, East Tennessee win. And the way kind of it sounds like Bartu's framing this up, kind of a 60-40 in favor of Ole Miss in this game. Does that sound about right, Bartu? Yeah, yeah. You know, I like to to bunch games into clear losses, clear wins, right? So we got Memphis, Memphis, Arizona, Bowling Green, East Tennessee, right? Those are all Ws, right? I mean, that's 4-0. Uh, Georgia, Alabama, A and M. That's zero and three, right? So, so now it comes down to um, now it comes down to the handful of games that are are tight. You know, LSU, Arkansas, Kentucky, Auburn, and and Ole Miss. Yeah. And you you, you go three and two there, seven win season, right? You, you somehow exceed, you know, and, and now you're looking at eight and four. You know, fringe top twenty five. Eight and four might get you in top twenty five. So, so to me, the, the, the schedule, uh, when you look at the really big, tight games, LSU State uh, or Arkansas, Kentucky, Auburn, Mississippi, three of the five are on the road. That, to me, is where the advantage is in the schedule, right? You know, and, and then you get Georgia. I mean, what kind of crap is that, pulling Georgia <laughs> twice in three years? I mean, seriously. It's like it's like they got a dartboard at Destin and they just take Georgia off for 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 some team. <laughs> you know, it's like ah, uh, you know, it's it's completely random horse crap. You know, I mean, if you were trying to balance it, you could see this stuff. Um, so that's got to be. I mean, if I'm a state fan, I'm completely irritated with stuff like that. But hey, what are you gonna do? Um, so yeah, the se- the season obviously to me is just is those five games. Three are on the road. Uh, you get three of them. You're seven and five. Uh, you get four of them, you're probably a top 25 team. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, tell right, uh, – so last week when you graded the 11 headsets, offensive mm-hmm. and defensive coordinators, best and worst. Yeah. yeah. Blake wasn't here. He was playing hooky in, in Ireland, okay? So where yeah. – talk about where you had Zach Arnett as – a defensive coordinator ranking in the Southeastern Conference, Bartu? In the SEC, uh, I got I got Zach in the um, second to bottom tier. Uh, I have him down there with uh, with Nick Howell at Vanderbilt. Uh, Schmetting at at Auburn is in his in his zone of horrid all by himself. Um, so so he he's that that's your fourth tier right there. Uh, Arnett and and even Crum at at Ole Miss and Muschamp, and you could even throw in Blake Baker uh, as kind of a second to bottom tier 
uh, in the SEC. These guys aren't that far apart. Uh, but nevertheless, I still have Arnett in the, in the bottom third of the SEC, but it's only been two years. So we don't really fully grade these guys out until we have three years of play calling. So it's not like he couldn't make a move. Right now, the progression for him is negative. It, it, we, you know, he started at 50. He's at a 46.5 on our scale. Uh, but that could change with one good, solid year. And we'd really love to see year three, year four for whether it's head coaches or coordinators. Uh, we expect if a guy's going to be good, year three or four has got to be the end of it happening. So um, I'm not trying to push it down into the into the lower levels of the SEC because I still say there's, there's opportunities there in the way we grade it. Uh, but right now, the defensive side of the football is clearly – um, the the weakness of the program. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Day Bar 2 on the Out of Bounds Show. Um, okay, so, and you did not like, even though Arnett doesn't grade real high as a defensive coordinator, uh-huh. you liked him as a linebacker's coach, and you didn't like Leach and his chief of staff moving Arnett out of the linebacker position into safeties because he graded pretty well at linebackers and has no experience at safety. Is that correct? Yeah, possibly, right? You know, I mean, we, we talked about that, and that's always a concern when you're, when you're moving a guy around. And, um, you know, now Zach, with, with his experience with Rocky Long uh, as a defensive coordinator, uh, maybe really adept to coaching safeties. We don't have him as ever coaching it before. So I'm curious about the experiment that Mike's doing with the staff moving guys around uh, because it feels a bit out of the box, a bit abnormal. Um, but Mike does things a little bit differently. And and, I'm, and who am I to argue with his results? You know, he, he's had – you know, I said it when he was hired. I mean, this this guy's a walking upset. He's had an amazing career. He coaches well above average. Uh, and now that I'm starting to get into all 11 headsets, it's interesting watching guys make changes, especially with Coach Leach, that don't seem to fit what is normal in college football. So um, while I'm sitting here in my chair going, well, I, I don't like that move because I don't have any data on it, it doesn't necessarily mean it's the bad one. Uh, so it's it's a wait and see. Um, if it works out great, I'm dead wrong, and I love the move. And if it, and if I'm right, I told you so. <laughs> right. And for our listeners, he also moved Jason Washington from safeties to running backs. And Jason Washington, I don't think ever coached running backs. So just something to keep an eye yeah. on. Uh, or evidently Mike doesn't really care who's coaching running backs. I mean, we've been talking about the devaluing of the running back position for years. Well, it goes to show you how much Mike Leach gives a damn about whoever's coaching that. I don't know. It could be bar two had a great quote several weeks ago when I walked him through all this, he said, it could be the madness or the genius of Leach. You just don't ever know. Right. 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 Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now one, one really quick thing while we were talking here, I was, I was taking a look at the A&M schedule. Because, you know, we were talking about the state schedule, right? Um, And I I just want to throw this out there because I don't believe in Jimbo Fisher as a head coach. I don't, okay? Um, Decent play caller. 
uh, <clears throat> decent staffer, excellent recruiter, but as a head coach, I don't believe in his numbers. Okay, I have him bottom third in the SEC in coaching football games. All right, and we know we we saw last year how many eggs A and M put in the basket to beat Alabama. Right, I mean that was that was their whole goal last year, and we just talked about A and M coming to state, and that's going to be a loss for state. But I want to throw something in there. You want to talk about a perfect trap game for state. You know exactly who A&M's playing after state, right? Alabama, baby. Alabama. On the road at Alabama. So if if there is going to be a a trap game, that October 1st game in Starkville is it. Is it. And and, and A&M has a rough stretch because they get – they get Hurricanes on the 17th at home, not going to be a pushover. they got a better staff than A&M. Arkansas has got a better staff than A&M. And then they got to go on the road to State, then on the road to Bama. I mean, this, this, is, this is one of those – it may not happen. I'm still taking A&M to win at State. But that one is a delicious trap game October 1st in Starkville. Man, if Jimbo loses to Mississippi State again, oh my goodness! I mean, that that'll be wild. That that'll be wild. Oh, wild will be losing at home to Miami. Oh, that's true. You talked about that last week or the week before. If he drops you want to that talk game, about a game that you shouldn't be losing. Oh my gosh! I mean, because they get Sam Houston State to start, then App State. That's WWW. They get four straight home games to start. They get Miami with a completely new staff. You know, this is Jimbo's, what, fifth year? Yeah. Oh, wow, it is. Top five recruiter. And and to lose that at home would be (laughs) – you want to talk about SEC's fire signals. There wouldn't be a couch left in that town. All right, real quick, uh, grading all 11 headsets, top three staffs in the SEC. Uh, Top three staffs, um, Bama – Arkansas, and who was the? Uh, Is it Florida? Florida? Oh yeah, Florida. Yeah, Florida. Sorry. Yeah. So so Billy Staff at Florida, um, Pittman at Arkansas, and uh, Nick Duh at, at at Alabama. That's in spite of Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien's the worst one on his staff. Wow. Bill O'Brien is is the worst graded coach on Alabama's staff. Hmm. As a play caller, okay? Remember, we're just talking about their job at that headset. Bill might be good at other things, but calling plays for his career hasn't been one of them. And I know a lot of people go, well, look, he had the Heisman Trophy winner last year. Well, pretty much everybody in Alabama has that opportunity, but outside of it, hasn't been very good. That was awesome. Dave Bartu, I appreciate it, my man. We'll talk soon. You know where I'm at anytime. Thank you, brother. Dave Bartu. It's always fun on the Out of Bounds Show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Driven by your next pre-owned truck or SUV at Mack Hike and Flowood. MackHikeFlowood.com. Right down from Rick's Pro Truck. And the uh, show is also brought to you by Live Oaks Golf Club. Live Oaks Golf Club and Roosevelt's. Book a tee time right now. LiveOaksGC.com. Stop by for lunch. And uh, smash a Philly cheesesteak sandwich or an amazing cheeseburger at Roosevelt's at Live Oaks Golf Club. We'll see you tomorrow. Luganville at 830.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.